Hello everyone and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. My apologies for the week off last week. Got hit pretty hard by the flu combined with strep throat and can barely talk all week. But feeling great today and ready to tackle topics like how our athletes are growing while at home, what are some of the biggest challenges they're facing to continue to train, and what are some possible long-term concerns about when we do actually get back to game days once again. I'm definitely fired up for our guest today whose team is supporting our student-athletes physically and mentally during our new socially distant normal. Here's head strength and conditioning coach, Travis Anderson. Travis Anderson, welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Um, enjoying uh, a little little someone else time uh, other than, than, you know, love my family to death, but it's good to see some other faces from, from work. So Yeah, no doubt. I hear you. It's good to good to see you, man. How are things going for you? Uh, it's they're going pretty good. We're just trying to adjust, you know, the the whole both parents working from home and my wife's working a ton right now because she's kind of working with some massive layoffs and stuff um, through her company. Uh, and so, you know, we've got two school age kids that were trying to homeschool and then I got two that are younger than school age so it's kind of running a, a homeschool and a daycare all in one yeah no I've just we just have our one and she's uh, a lot to handle um taking shifts with two people who work in MSUM and uh trying to support each other when we need an hour here or an hour there to get a couple things done but it's just a, a new normal and um you know, we wanted to, to get you in on the podcast to talk a little bit about that exactly. Uh, the, the new changes and things as far as one of the big pieces that we talk about on the, the podcast is, you know, the Dragon Athletics is, seeks out to be more than a game. Uh, but one of our other uh, key pillars is uh, developing our people and how passionate we are about that. And you are instrumental to that. So how have you continued to uh, find innovative ways to develop our dragons during this COVID time. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a tough situation, and it's it's hard to do. Uh, but I don't know if it's fortunate or not. But everyone's kind of in the same boat, so there's no real competitive edge um, in the country at any division. Um, so you know, when the whole thing started, we came back from spring break and. Uh, found out that we weren't going to go back to classes. And so what I first did was I connected with Coach Cox and Coach Tinker, and I said, you know, the next uh, six to eight weeks, whatever we have planned out with the teams, let's get them their workouts. So we got them all their lifting, their running, everything that we had planned to do um, in, in Nemzik, you know, in our weight room and, and training them. Uh, because the gyms were still open and people were – still able to do stuff and then you started to kind of catch wind that everything was going to close um, and so then we kind of reconnected and said all right let's um, start to create some workouts that are you know with with little to no equipment that they can still accomplish and still make sure they're getting things done 
Um, and we felt like the easiest way right away was uh, to put it up on D2L. And then also talking with Mr. Peters, that was one thing uh, we wanted to do because they all had to go to D2L for their academics. And so hopefully they kind of had one spot to go get everything. Um, and so we just tried to make a, a plan, try to make a consistent plan like they would, you know, normally have with us. So we, we made four weeks of training. Um, we did three days a week because we were trying to balance the um, get them stuff right away and also to make sure that we have some decent, you know, training that we weren't just throwing a bunch of exercises in, in there. To We wanted to make sure that we're still developing them and training and not just doing a bunch of random exercises. And so we balanced that. It probably, you know, could have been a little bit better looking back on it, but I think for the most part it was pretty solid. Um, and then just tried to reach out to all the sport coaches. Um, you know, each strength coach reached out to their head sport coach and said, you know, what do we need right now? And at that time we didn't have the virtual Kara. And, yep. and everyone was trying to, you know, everyone was is, was trying to figure it out as we go. Um, and then the virtual Kara came along. And, again, every sport coach was a little bit different. We reached out to them. And some wanted their own workouts for their own team. And some wanted just what was ever on D2L. Um, and so we've tried to do our best to cater to each sport. And then just trying to communicate with the athletes um, is what we've been doing lately, I guess, in a nutshell right now. Right. And that's a great step-by-step. -step. What are the, what are some of the student athletes saying throughout this process? Cause early on, you know, these are competitors. These, these are people who want to go out and give it their all and their best. And all of a sudden it's, it's ripped away and it, not just the competition, but just the ability to grow and get better. What are some things that the student athletes have been telling you just about their desire to continue to grow and continue to work out? Right. Um, the, the number one question that I get is when are we going to get back in the gym? And yeah. it's, it's tough because nobody knows, you know, and, and I try to give them a, a best case scenario and a worst case scenario. But at the end of the day, I tell them, I, you know, I don't know, this isn't really up to anybody um, right now. So uh, the other things that I'm hearing is, you know, there's, there's a big variety of what people have to train with. We, there's some athletes that have, uh, their parents might have a home gym in their garage or uh, I know some people brought, they had a, a, like a squat rack and a setup at their lake that they let them bring back to their house. Um, and then there's people that don't have anything. And, you know, you're the people that, that had those initial workouts that what we normally do in the weight room, they want to do those workouts because they're able to. Um, and I don't want to hold them back from doing it. And so there are some teams that are doing a mixture of, of both. Um, and I've had some, some FaceTime calls, some lot of text messages, um, some phone calls of how can I get this exercise done without equipment. And so I've had people FaceTime me and we're walking around their house going, oh, there's a table right there. You can do inverted row on that table <laughs> it, it, if it's sturdy enough, you know, because yeah. I, I, I've seen some, some videos on social media, and I'm sure most people haven't posted the accidents that have happened. Uh, but, you know, people are like, oh, I can hook up a band to, you know, this whatever uh, my 
my basement that's unfinished and do something and all of a sudden it breaks or something or they're they're pulling towards their face and it snaps back at them and so it's uh it's trying to find that balance too to tell them you know you got to make sure that this is something that's safe as well but um that you know uh just trying to find the motivation at times um each sport's been a little bit different with how they're approaching it um some of a set schedule of we're going to do this at this time some we're going to lift in the morning we're going to condition in the afternoon some are you know we're going to some winter sports maybe treat it like the summer and you just got to get it done on your own if you're not training with us um i've had a few people tell me like just straight up uh, i i'm having a hard time with my eating because i get bored during the day or i have free time and what are some tips or what you know what can i do to help me with you know, I'm not putting on too much bad weight or something like that. Um, and so just trying to guide them and motivate them. And those are people usually I'm checking in on uh, on a weekly basis and just saying, how's it going, you know? So you're um, organizing group workouts. You are doing personalized uh, training base times and, and kind of equipment planning. Um, you're being the nutritionist in some ways, a counselor, I'm sure in some ways, I mean, right now we can't shoot hoops or throw a football on the field or swim in the pool or you know, run around the track even. So the only thing we can do right now is really through Travis Anderson. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's really true. I mean, how does it kind of feel to, everyone kind of looking at you for, for guidance as well as uh, to keep growing and to keep that. I, I see it as a big piece of hope for the, the eventual end of this someday. And um, what you're doing is a big part of it. What does it feel to kind of be instrumental in, in that growth? You know, it's, it's something that I'm, you know, at times I feel like I'm not doing the best job that I could. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's something that I kind of pride myself on. I would say the most stressful part for me is trying to manage my family um, with, with those needs too, because um, I'm in charge of educating them now, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've got an infant at home and then I've got a four-year-old too, that obviously the infant needs attention, but the, the four-year-old needs attention too. But you know, going back to the athletes, um, it's what I've told them is, you know, when we get back to training, you have to make right now, you have to make sure you're taking care of everything that you possibly can with your training, with your diet. Um, and, and a lot of it comes down to setting a schedule. But when we get back to training, especially with the fall sports, we it's going to be really goofy. We have to cater to the people that have taken care of their business a little bit in a sense of they're staying in shape. They've been training the best that they can. Um, and there's going to be a middle group that have done, you know, most stuff, maybe not everything. And then there's going to be a group that haven't done anything. And, um, you know, I've, I've talked with a lot of strength coaches in the last couple of weeks or even sat in on webinars of interviews and things like that. And, the common theme is that, you know, when we get into conditioning, especially for the fall sports, 
there's going to be a safety issue um, where you're just going to have to, you're going to have to, you know, the first week to two figure out, all right, where are we at? You know, from a, from a training standpoint, what type of shape are we in? And then where can we go? Um, but you're going to have to pull out the people that, that haven't prepared themselves properly out of condition. So somebody doesn't get hurt um, or, you know, even worse, but, and then we have to set a separate plan up for those guys or girls, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. try to make sure that we can try to catch them up without getting injured. So um, there's, I have a hard time working without an end goal in mind uh, because that's, that's just, I guess what a strength coach does. Um, you give us a goal and we have to, you know, do we have eight weeks to do it? Do we have six weeks to do it? Do we have 10 weeks, whatever it is. And you try to set up that process. And right now it's, it's hard because you, people can say what they're doing. Um, but we've also had conversations where I've talked to either a, a, an assistant coach or a head coach and we're talking about an athlete and they're telling me one thing and they're telling the assistant coach that they're maybe struggling with something else or, you know, we're getting two different stories. And so then it's, it's a phone call to the athlete and like, just telling them, Hey, be honest with me, you know, what, what's going good, what's not going well. Um, and let's try to figure this out and try to make things the best, the best way we can. I don't know if that answered your question, but I kind of went on a rant there. No, it did. Um, and I think a lot of it is just doing the best you can with what you can control. I mean, that's the bottom line. Is a lot of these things right now in our world, in all of our worlds, is out of our control. Our family time is out of our, you know, is, is a new thing. Our uh, routines are gone. Trying to find new routines, trying to find new normals. Um, and, uh, you know, doing the best with what we've got. I've seen some fun pictures on, on social media of some individuals getting real handy with a few uh, uh, racks I've seen. What else have you seen that's been kind of the most creative ways that Dragons have gotten a workout in? Um, it's like I said, we've done some FaceTimes where we're picking out equipment, but I mean, backpacks filling up, you know, I've seen people filling up their backpacks with tools or bricks or books, um, filling buckets with water or sand or bricks, uh, rocks, stuff like that. I've, I've uh, talked to athletes that are like, yeah, I've got a little brother, a little sister that I press over my head, you know, a couple of times. It's the only thing I have. Um, you know, they might have a playground with monkey bars or something where I've seen, you know, your pull-ups and chin-ups here up there, or they'll, they'll pull themselves up and then put their feet up on the monkey bars and do an inverted row that way. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've had a few people actually text me and show me uh, that they've built a, a rack out of wood, you know, which is they're like, Hey, went to Menards and, and built this with my dad or, or my buddy or whatever, and had equipment or, or bought equipment. Um, I know a lot of, crazy, yeah, a lot of the equipment places are, are scrambling right now because people are ordering so much stuff. Um, and they're having a hard time keeping up. Yeah. I, uh, and all the challenges that have been out there, I, I've seen a few of those. I just got challenged yesterday to run a mile. So Oh, that's going to be fun. Um, you know, I've seen some challenge push-up challenges, you know, other than kicking around a toilet paper roll for the soccer team, you know, I've seen a lot of those challenges and that just helps maybe lighten up the workouts, uh, include some more people, uh, maybe push beyond the normal workouts. Um, 
you know, those are great things. And, you know, it just, it feels like, you know, like kind of like your, your point earlier, when you go into summer break or any sort of extended break, you know, there's going to be um, some period of time because we don't require athletes to stay here all summer that they're going to lose some or some might go above and beyond and gain and, and make some strides. And it just feels like when you extend that time period out, like this is going to kind of force, especially for the fall and winter, um, you know, getting caught up is going to be a transition for everybody. Um, but I think the one thing that we can hold on to and hope for is any work that we put in now. So think about what you're, you know, you can say to the people who aren't doing it right now, what is your message to them to just do something now to make sure that when we do get back into it, that we're healthy, we're safe, and we're growing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's kind of like I said earlier is, is when we do get back to the normal, uh, you know, coaches and, and strength coaches are going to want to push and, and a lot of the athletes are going to want to too. And if they're not prepared, the number one importance in all of it is the safety of the athlete. And if they're not ready and they've proven they're not ready, we have to pull them out of a workout. Um, and that's not something that I'm going to enjoy doing, but the people that are going, you know, we've, I've talked to a few of the, the fall sports and the, and the athletes, and I think this is going to be a time where you're going to see the biggest separation in a conference of teams that, teams that are preparing right now are going to have a head up versus anybody else. You know, if you have majority of your team or all of your team doing what they're supposed to be doing with the best that they can, they're going to be so much ahead of the game than, than the other teams in the conference that, that might not be doing what they're supposed to be doing. And this yeah, is it's, time. It's funny because we, we, at the beginning we talked about, you know, no one has a competitive advantage. We're all going through the same thing. Right. But what, what you're saying right now is it's, it's not about what we can do as a competitive advantage. It's kind of like the attitude of how we attack the opportunity that we have. A hundred percent. And I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's being consistent every single day. And it's really no different than what we talk about in the weight room or training. And I'm, you know, coaches talk about at practice. It's right now you have to control what you can control. And that's, you know, your, your attitudes and your, your, um, your choices that you're going to make every day. And it's going to separate you one way or the other. Well, let's hope that uh, we create a little separation for team MSUM and, you know, thank you for, for helping us out, uh, the entire department and all of our athletes, you know, giving them a plan, give them something to work on. Cause it's so important, you know, in the psychology of everything to have a project and for all of our athletes projects was preparing for games that might not, you know, have existed and been taken away. So to have this project, um, that you've been giving them to work on their body and find ways during all of this at home, um, is, is invaluable to just, mental stability upon the physical stability of just working towards, you know, it might not be a, a clear goal, but there is a goal of just getting better every day as we talk about all the time. Uh, so thank you for providing that and your, your team, especially, I don't want to leave them out uh, for helping provide that structure because that's important to have that whole group and your whole group. Um, and thank you for uh, your time today on the podcast. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Stay strong, stay in the fight, and go Dragons. Thank you, Travis, for your creative solutions and constant reaching beyond expectations to help our student-athletes grow and, let's be honest, get through this. 
The weight room is core to developing our people here at MSUM. And when the physical space is offline, Travis and his team have done an unbelievable job keeping all of our dragons united and strong. Thanks again for your time today, Travis. And thank you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast. Please subscribe and share the podcast wherever you can. And please stay home, stay safe, and of course, Go Dragons!